We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Live from the Panther Rant Studios, it's the Panther Rant Podcast. From inside my car. I guess I should do some music along with the uh, whole uh, thing. I don't know. Well, it's Monday morning. I'm on my way to work. Drinking my coffee in my um, Houston Texans tumbler that I got for over 50% off. Actually, pretty much. I got for about 10 bucks. Which is one thing I, I can say good about the Texans tanking. Is one, you know, if you want tickets for the Texans right now, you can get them for like 20, 30 bucks on StubHub. Except for the Steelers, of course. The Steelers are going for over $100 like, still. And I thought about taking my son to the Steeler game just so he can get his first Steeler game. Because it's pretty much going to be a home game there. But at this juncture, I have better, I mean, the tickets are going to come out to you know, over 200 bucks, And with parking and stuff and food and whatever, I got better things I can do with my money than a football game. So with that money, when you have kids, you got bills to pay, all that stuff. Really, you got better things you can do with uh, that type of money. For me, it's uh, a lot. You know, I have a lot more important things. Plus, you know, it's it's Christmas, and you know, <laughs> who knows how much money I'll have left over after the holidays. If I have any left, it's going to go somewhere else. So, anyways, kicking things off. Uh, pit hoops. Pit uh, took the do, took the city game. Pretty good game actually, and uh, you know, as far as I could tell, I um, saw parts of it. You know, I didn't realize I was being broadcast on friggin' Facebook, which really you know irked my nerves because it's you know I think the only time I can really watch anything pit is usually on ESPN three. You know, some occasional football games get broadcasted, you know, on TV, but a lot of times I'm, I'm subjected, I'm subjected to the ACC network. But you know, Pitt came out swinging early, and um, they were up uh, big at the half. Duquesne made a little surge. and Pitt, uh, you know, recovered and pulled away. That's all I can say about that game, and obviously a big game for Marcus Carr, and obviously um, Stallings is, uh, you know, he's shortening his bench a bit as well. You know, his rotation was eight players, and I think he's going to, 
you know, as, to, as the play begins with ACC, he's probably going to do – he's probably going to play only certain players because he needs the best players he can find that's going to give him the best chance to win games. And if it means rotating eight players, that's just how it's going to be. You know, it's not going to be easy. And it never is. But uh, next two games, Pitt has uh, Mount St. Mary's tomorrow. And then uh, end of the week, they got West Virginia in the backyard brawl. Which will be, which obviously is going to be a big test for Pitt. Because just like Duquesne, they're going to come, you know, West Virginia's going to come out with the um, obvious um, intention of beating the crap out of Pitt. So basically, same thing, Pitt's going to have to come out swinging in this one. But, um,. Obviously, this game here with the city game, it was a much better played game. You know, by Pitt, not as many headaches. And you know, I was thinking, maybe we should let Duquesne keep the city game trophy. I mean, let's. I mean, let's be honest. Do we really need it? Do we really need the city game trophy? I'm sure it's a cute thing to have, but we should always expect to beat Duquesne, and really, the city the city game trophy really isn't that much of an accomplishment. It's just to say, hey, you beat us, and you, you beat your cross town, your quote unquote cross town rival. Have the trophy. I mean, we should just let Duquesne have it. Say, hey, you know what? We beat your we beat your ass. Just take the trophy. You know, go hug it. Hold it for us. At least that's why. At least it's you know my my thing. That's what I would do. Just let him have it. Let little brother. You want you want it. Let little brother have the uh, thing. Let him play with it. Show it to all of his friends. Hey, I got my big brother's trophy. Look at it. Look how shiny it is. Ooh. You know. I mean, you know, give give the Duquesne students something to feel good about. Alright, so enough of that, we move on. Obviously, the college football playoff has been set. Clemson's going to play Bama. Wisconsin's going to, Wisconsin, well, they're not playing anybody. It's Georgia playing Oklahoma. And I'm trying to figure out how I figure it, how I, Got confused with Wisconsin. It's Prather's red uniforms that did it. But yeah, it's it's pretty and it's pretty uh, it's pretty hard to confuse Baker Mayfield with Alex with Alex Hornibrook. <laughs> well, for one thing, Alex is left-handed, and um, that's all I can really say about Alex Hornibrook is he's left-handed. There's not much else to talk about him. If anything, we should be saying Paul Chris a thank you card for taking him with him. Because I was bummed when we lost Horny Brook. 
you know, he obviously has a lot, he had a lot of potential, but I don't know. I mean, I've watched him, I watched him last year and this year, and he just really isn't good. And until Paul Chris gets himself a quarterback, that's just how that's going to be. And it's, it's funny. I had a few, I had a discussion with a few of my other buddies that are obviously big 10 shields because they're from Penn state. And one guy told me, he said, Paul Chris really isn't that good of a C quote unquote CEO. I was like, he's a great, he's a great assistant coach. I was like, he could, I was like, he could be, you know, he's a great assistant coach. He's a good head coach, but he's not going to be a great, great coach. And I, but you know, the Wisconsin formula work has worked the last two years for them. I mean, they, they've been the ACC tag game the last two years. It's just, they don't have the athletes to match up against the other teams. And, re- and really, if you look at the Big Ten, it's really set up so either Mich- Michigan or Ohio State wins the Big Ten title. And occasionally Penn State. But the conference primarily caters to the Ohio State and, and Michigan. So let's be realistic. And that's really how that conference is set up. So, one of them wins it. And, it, and, it, and the thing about it is, it doesn't matter how many losses Ohio State has, or these or if these guys are out of the playoffs. It, what matters is that they're contending for the Big Ten title, and it, they, it gives us something to brag about. Oh, look at Ohio State, which is one our one other title. Oh, but they're not in the college football playoffs. Oh, who cares? But he, oh, they won it though. And, you know, Ohio State got away with this crap last year with the, with the, with the playoffs. But they, they didn't win their conference title, and they got in. And now, you know, now they get let out. Let out, and some people want to, and certain people want to complain. They all. I mean, where were all these people last year when this happened? And basically, you know, um, Bama got in because they're Bama. That's all I can say. And, and to be honest with you. I watched Ohio State play this year, and I really wasn't all impressed with them at all. At all. There wasn't a whole much. There, I mean, defensively they're not bad. Offensively they're just they're garbage. And you know they made you know they made they made a living basically of being, being off bad opponents. I mean, there was one there was one glimpse of it where. Uh, you know, where they played Penn State and picked apart their secondary, and of course they were in Michigan State as well. They, got, I mean, Ohio State got great athletes. It just, you know, a pat. I mean, JT Barrett just is what he is. I mean, you'll win. I mean, you'll win games with him, but a lot of times you won't win because of him. Except for that Penn State game, of course, they won because of him. But. uh there's no controversy really here. I mean, Bama is just Bama. They have they have great players, great athletes, and of course, from a ratings perspective, you want Bama in there. And they got over a month. To, they got over a month to prepare for Clemson as well, so they they could be Clemson, which would obviously feed the hunger of the Big Ten, the Big. 
Big Ten and the Big 12 uh, fanboys who do nothing but trash Clemson because they lost to Syracuse when Clemson didn't have their, their starting quarterback. Clemson lost up to an 8-4 pit last year, and they still won the national title. So they can just eat it. As far as the ACC title game goes, I don't know what the hell happened to Miami. But the only thing I can really think of is they punched Notre Dame in the mouth repeatedly, destroyed them. And I think, you know, the Virginia game, they were looking ahead. They played Pitt, and obviously they may have been looking ahead as well. But uh, Pitt on defense punched him in the mouth several times, and Miami didn't know how to respond. And it was the same thing with Clemson. Clemson came out with a bit with, you know, wanted to throw the first few punches, and Miami just gave up. They were hopeless. But, um,. If you think about it, Miami's um, season, it pretty much ended, you can say it almost ended like Pitt's uh, 2009 season ended. You know, Miami was a top 10, they were rolling, they lose to a bad, to a quote-unquote bad Pitt team, but then they lose the conference game. The thing about it is that the only difference is uh, Pitt lost their quote-unquote conference game on a last second touchdown when they blew a 31-10 lead. Miami just didn't show up to this one. Crazy. And of course, uh, look at the rest of the group. The Oklahoma had a hell, had a hell of a season. They were going to get in once they won out. Obviously, you could say the, the title game helped them too because they won that. And uh, Georgia got in too, and they took care of business, which was expected. Maybe if maybe if Auburn wins, well, Bama doesn't get in. I like to hope that, but I think Bama was getting in no matter what. And there's some great bowl games that we're seeing. I watched also Central Florida play Memphis, and that game was a high-scoring game, and you hate to see how it ended like it did. And then, of course, Scott Frost gets asked about the Nebraska job right after the game, which was, you could say, horrible taste, but that's just just, um, reporters doing their jobs. And, um, yeah, he could have, you know, kept it, you know, he could have kept it, um, that question for another time, but we live in an age of television ratings, page clicks, video plays, things of that nature, so of course he was going to ask that question, because he wanted that, or at least the network did, but, uh, yeah, Frost is going to Nebraska, and I'm not sure how that's going to, how that's going to end up. I mean, uh, Bo Pelini had them winning. It just they weren't winning conference titles, and he got into with the AD and the AD in return hires Mike Riley, which was a, which which which, which pretty much was a what the fuck hire. 
I don't understand that hire at all. I mean, he's a great guy, class, class, class coach, but he obviously needs to get on with life's work, which he probably is. But then Arizona State hires Herm Edwards, and they're trying to do this whole seat. The whole thing about the CEO, which I don't freaking get. And they had to keep, not to mention he has, he has to keep two coaches on payroll. And personally, you know, if I'm a coach, I want to bring in my own, play, my own coaches. I don't, you know, I don't get it. But, um, obviously the Tennessee debacle has been a fun one as they don't have a coach right now as they're still they got a new AD as they ousted this they ousted Curry or Curry whatever his last name how you pronounce it because Philip Fulmer want, you know, wants his glory Philip Fulmer pretty much wants Tennessee to rely on him is what it is he wants to be looked upon like he was when he was a coach and he won the national title that's all this is it's about him And, you know, Phil, Phil Fulmer hasn't really gotten where he's been by being nice. Ooh. So, and of course, I'm driving past. It looks like there's a wreck. The sad part is they could clear this wreck. And they could just pull over to the side and maybe they won't do it. Their cars are drivable. But, Whatever. But uh, you know Tennessee just you know, Nebraska they're just they're, they're not attractive, attractive jobs like they were years and years ago, like in the late '90s. And uh, I'm not sure how Frost is not paying out. I mean, Bo Pelini was a Nebraska man, and he won games. He just came up short a lot. And he was he was pretty much a knuckle dragger. Knuckle dragger wasn't good at politics. And at the end of the day, he just wanted to coach football. And obviously, Youngstown State is probably the best place for him. Otherwise, he'd just be an assistant somewhere else. Because you got, as a coach, you got to learn how to handle politics. It's harder to, and you know, like Dave Wanstead, for instance. You know, he obviously could handle politics well, and he ended up out of the job with Peterson because you know those two could not coexist. Dave never liked them. You can, you can tell by the article. That was written a few days ago. And what's funny about it is, I said, pitch it to a fundraiser. Should do a comedy stand-up fundraiser. And they could just have Dave Wanstead up on stage talking about Steve Peterson for, for a good two hours. You know, give Dave, you know, um, a drink. You know, give him his Iron City or, or bourbon, whatever he prefers. An icy light. Give a couple of them and just let them get tanked and just let them start talking stories about Steve Peterson. It'd be great. I love it. But uh, playing the jobs up for grabs now, I mean, uh, not sure what happens with SMU. Obviously, they'll be looking. Florida State's still looking. 
you know, Jimbo Fisher got 10 years, 75 million. It's all guaranteed. And uh, I can't, I can't blame him for taking it. I mean, uh, A&M isn't a good, really isn't that great of a job. Is what people think it is. It's just it's in College Station for one thing. And A&M is pretty much, you know, they win games. It's just hard to win in the SEC if you're A&M. And I don't think you're you're seeing similar results with Jimbo Fisher. But at the end of the day, he's going to get paid for this. So get paid and call it a career. I mean, at least that's what I would do. Shoot. Then again, he's going through a messy divorce. So Lord knows how much of that is going to go to his ex. Ugh. Hope it works out. But, you know, the 5-7 and seven season of Pitt was a blessing in disguise because nobody really wants our coaches, which is kind of cool. I mean, it's early yet. And obviously, you know, Penn State on their end, they've, they've filled their role. They've obviously filled some, uh, you know, there are vacant positions now. None of Moorhead's gone. Otherwise, there's still more than this soap opera with all the coaching searches. So enjoy it. It's getting it's getting better by the better by the day. And I'm sure as I record this podcast, it's going to get better. And we got some good college football. The bowl games are the bowl games are coming pretty soon and. And the playoffs should be here next month in January, which I'm looking forward to. But uh, I don't know who I think is going to win this. I like that. I let my bias is Clemson. If they get past Bama, I think they they win it. If, if Clemson can get past Alabama, they win. They're going to they're, they're taking it. If not, it's probably going to be Bama that takes it because I can't see. Georgia beating Bama, and I can't see um, Oklahoma beating Bama either. I think they'll tear. I think that Bama defense will tear Baker Mayfield apart. And I think you know Georgia will just um, they'll just bow down to Alabama. Those two, those two, two teams play because we could see another SEC you know national championship where it's two SEC teams, which, which we saw years and years ago. Which when it was LSU and Bama, and I remember, I think LSU won a game seven nothing or three nothing. I forget, but I just remember it was the lowest scoring game. But people talked about how awesome the game was. All these athletes, blah blah blah. It was horrible. Fo- it wasn't athletes. It was horrible football. But anyways, I'm done here. You guys have a great week. I'll be probably talking later. I was going to record the the Pitt football year interview, or year interview, but I didn't do it because I got, I'm got i on a call and I'm busy at work, and I want to throw this pager out the window. As today's my last day, and I'm hoping it's a stress-free day, but who knows. Oh, well, enough of that rambling. Hell to Pitt. Bye. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. 
Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.